Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Sparlin HVACR podcast. Now let's finish up our segment on head pressure control. The last thing we need to discuss is system charge. So remember, with low ambient temperature, what we're doing with a head pressure control valve is backing up refrigerant into our condenser. So we need to make sure we have enough refrigerant in the entire system to be able to back it up into the condenser without starving the rest of our system. So first things first, I'm going to be referring to our bulletin 90-30-1. I'll leave a link in the show notes, but definitely pull it up while we're talking about this so it helps. So the first thing we want to do, we need to calculate how much refrigerant our condenser can hold, completely flooded with refrigerant. So the four things we need to do this, first, the length of tubing and return bends in our condenser. Second is the minimum ambient temperature at which the system will be required to function then the tubing size and wall thickness in our condenser, and lastly, but of course, what refrigerant we have in our system. So, first things first, we want to count the number of tubes that we have, then we'll multiply that by the length of the tubes. Now, write down that number, save it, and we'll use it later. Secondly, we're going to count the number of bends that we have. Now, this is where we'll use the bulletin, as well as the thickness of the tubes. So, on page 4 of 90-30-1, you'll see equivalent length of tubing for each return bend. So, for instance, if we have 3 eighths tubing, we'll use 0.2. You'll use that 0.2 and multiply it by the number of return bends that you have. But remember, this changes for each different diameter of tubing. In this example, we'll just stick with 3 eighths. Okay, so take that 0.2, multiply it by the number of bends, and you have another length. We're going to add that to the last number that we got with the number of tubes and the length of the tubes. So this length that we just calculated is roughly how much length of tubing we have in our condenser. And now that we have that equivalent length of tubing inside of our condenser, we need to simply multiply it by a density factor, pounds of refrigerant per foot of tubing. So next, what we're going to do is use the tables starting on page four of 90-30-1. We'll find our refrigerant, then using the tables, we'll find where our minimum ambient temperature intersects with the tubing OD that we have. So an example, R22, and a negative 20 minimum ambient temperature with half inch tubing OD, we'll see that our density factor will be 0.102, and that's in pounds per foot of tubing. So we'll use that 0.102, multiply it by the feet of tubing that we calculated, and that will give us the amount of pounds to completely flood our condenser. Let's say we calculated 1170 feet Using our 0.102 density factor, we end up with 119 pounds of R22 for this example. But we don't necessarily need to always completely flood our condenser. So how do we calculate how much we need to flood our condenser? And that comes down to a simple equation. 
Now what we'll need to know is our design TD of our condenser. We'll need to know what our TD would be at the minimum ambient temperature. Okay, so most condensers are going to be designed for 10 degree TDs. Then to calculate our TD at a minimum ambient, we'll take our head pressure regulator setting, so let's say it's set for 90 degrees, and we'll subtract out the minimum ambient temperature we expect. So in following along with the last example, let's say it's minus 20. So 90 minus minus 20 gives us 110 degree TD. So now what we'll do is divide the design TD, which was 10 degrees, by that 110 degrees. That gives us 0.09. We'll subtract that from one and that gives us 0.91 or 91%. Now that 91% is how flooded our condenser needs to be at minus 20. Now all we need to do is multiply that percentage by the actual pounds of refrigerant that we calculated earlier. So 0.91 times 119 pounds of R22 and that gives us about 108 pounds that we need to charge into our system. So let's recap. I know there was a lot of numbers being thrown around, but let's go step by step how we got to this number, the amount of charge we need in our system. We first needed to calculate the amount of tubing inside of our system. We first found the straight lengths, multiplied it by the number of tubes, then, by using the table found in 90-30-1, we found our equivalent lengths based on the amount of bends that we have. We added those two numbers up, and that's the length of tubing that we have inside of our condenser. Next, using those same tables, we found our density factor. And that depends on the type of refrigerant, the minimum ambient temperature that we have, and the tubing OD of our condenser. We take that density factor, then we multiply it by the length of tubing that we found, and that gives us the amount of refrigerant that completely floods our condenser. Now, to find how flooded our condenser needs to be, we take our design TD, divide it by the minimum ambient TD, subtract that from one, and we multiply that by the total charge. And that will give us the actual charge amount that we need. Now the last thing for compressors with unloaders, that requires one more step, which is taking the percentage of your flooded condenser, again, we use that simple formula, your design TD divided by your minimum ambient TD, Subtract that from one, that gives you a percentage. Now using bulletin 90-30-1, you'll find where that percentage is on the table and find where that intersects with the unloading capacity of your compressor. That will give you a new multiplication factor to multiply by the refrigerant necessary to completely flood your condenser. Again, a great bulletin for this, 90-30-1. It's in the notes. Definitely give it a good read, and if you have any questions, feel free to leave them on our social media. Check out Parker Sporlin on Facebook, and we do have a YouTube page as well. You should check that out. We've done some webinars 
Thank you again for your time, and I'll catch you in the next one.